Thank you for choosing to listen to our sermon podcast. My name is Chris Mitchell. I'm one of the pastors here at First Covenant Church of Anchorage. If you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to stop by or send an email to office at anchoragefirstcovenant.com. God bless. Good morning. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Mike Swanson. I'm the director at Amundsen Educational Center in Soldatna. And uh, for those who do know me, it's good to see you again. It's good to be home. This church has always felt like my church home in Alaska. It's the first place I went to church in Alaska when I came up in the late 90s. Don Bruckner brought me here. And uh, I really love this church. It's intergenerational intercultural, but it's also urban and rural. On any given Sunday, you can come to church here and find somebody you know from one of our covenant villages. So it's a a good place to be. There was a season in my life that I lived in Muldoon House before it became the conference office and the kayak office. Seems like half the people here this morning are at least one-time kayak employees. So it's... um, it's good to be home. Thankful to Pastor Chris for inviting me here this morning. Um, thankful to our Denina neighbors for these Takatnu lands that we live on and get to worship on this morning. And I'm here to represent Amundsen Educational Center. It's been probably almost 20 years since I last got up and spoke about AEC from this pulpit. It's, it's funny how time passes so much, but This church has really been part of the pictures are all outside of the church here. This is one of our early board meetings, but Reverend Don Bruckner, Reverend Maynard Lonborg, Reverend Roald Amundsen, Dr. Robert Fortine, Merlin Oyumik, Reverend Keith Fullerton, Dr. Del Corrick. All of those founders have gone on to glory, but the, the neat thing is that none of them were in a hurry. That's the real lesson I learned from those guys in the early days. They had so much faith in God's plan and in God's timing, and uh, it's just Pungak, me and Nathan that are still around from those days, and hopefully will be a while longer. But this church has really been... Um, integral. So Don was one of our founders. Merlin was our first construction instructor, and he and Millie gave me my Anupak name, Anukbuk. Uh, Keith Fullerton was our student life person, and he and Vi really um, just created a climate where our students felt like they were part of a family and really loved, and they, they set a good standard that we've tried to follow ever since. Bill Odall was our longtime board member and our treasurer. There were months that I actually got paid, and when I did, Bill was the one who wrote the checks. Uh, Steve Peterson was a board member. Your former pastor, Ron Mancini. Christy Ivanoff has been an AEC board member. Nathan was our first student and then became a board member and still does construction today out in Nome and throughout Norton Sound. Tonya Welber wrote our original articles of incorporation that are that still gird the corporation today. So this really is a, a special place and a special connection. I married my IPUC here, and Mrs. Odal played the piano for us in, back in 2007. Um, one of my daughters, Isabella, was baptized here at church. So 
AEC history is, is really part of First Covenant history. When we started, we had uh, 48 acres of blank land. And today we have all the, the campus buildings. And uh, the, the first building we built was the Merlin Oyumik building. He didn't know that at the time. He said, they shouldn't have built me a building while I was still alive. But uh, we did anyway. And uh, you know, even I was the dean of students back in those days. But that was really just a title. I lived in a camper with no heat and no running water. And my job was to make sure nobody stole tools or building materials. And I'm proud to say nobody walked off with anything during those days. But it, it taught me a lot, really taught me to depend on the Lord as uh, modest as our support was in those days, I never wanted for anything. I always had a roof over my head. I always had a way to get around. I never missed a bill payment, and obviously I wasn't missing any meals. Today, we've got our training center. It's 5,000 square feet, and all of our classroom work happens in there. Um, what we do at AEC, for those who are unfamiliar, our, our mission is vocational training in a Christian community for the people of rural Alaska. What does that mean? We teach students how to build houses. And through our Building Hope construction program, we build lives, build homes, and build hope. So each year, students come in mostly from rural villages, and they live in community on campus and they build a house. So this is the house we're building this year. It's uh, just south of the dump in Soldatna, and it's going to be a three-bedroom uh, house for a young family in Soldatna. They're new parents, and this is going to be their first home. So we started in the fall, and we'll be done in the spring, Lord willing. And uh, it's, it's coming together quite nicely. These houses are the, the ones we built the last two years. It was a garage addition and home renovation, and then a uh, two-unit house that we built the year before that. We do interiors as well, but construction is really the hook. At our core, we're about making and deepening disciples. And most importantly, we're about giving hope to our students. There was a, a study of suicide among indigenous young men in subarctic regions. And they found three primary risk factors for suicide, a lack of sense of worth, a lack of sense of belonging, and a lack of sense of competence. And so our whole program really tries to address those. First of all is worth. God don't make no junk. Every single one of us is a child of the king, and we're so valuable to him that he died for us. And then belonging, some, you know, one of the things I like to say is you can't change the family you come from, but you can change the one you're going to leave behind. And being part of a healthy Christian community for the first time, sometimes experiencing love of, the love of Jesus for the first time is transformational. Or even if you had that love, but maybe you didn't really know grace or experience it, just... Uh, it, for me, is it, I'm 52 now. I was 30 when we started AEC, and it's been transformational in, in my life. You know, the, the person I am now compared to who I was back then. Some of you knew me back then. It, you know, God is amazing, and we've seen our students change by, by that experience. And then the third piece is competence. You know, not everybody gets a trophy. Not everybody should. You know, learning how to 
swing a hammer, measure and cut a board accurately. All these skills that our students develop are, are life-giving and they can go after they leave us and they can work. But in addition to the construction skills, we have a lot of life skills cooking, cleaning, financial literacy, stewardship. For, for me, it was just learning how to get up every day and, and work all day long. I didn't have the best workout ethic before I got to AEC, but I developed one there. It, it changed me, and I've seen it change our, our students as well. One of the things that uh, Pastor Keith told me, and, and keep me on time this morning, he said, you know, when you're preaching, if you haven't dug gold after 15 minutes, you need to stop digging. So, you know, somebody keep an eye on the timer. If I get going too long, just, just give me the sign. I was preaching at Matsu Covenant a couple of years ago, and I was assigned the eighth chapter of Mark. And uh, it really fell fresh on me in a new way. I realized, you know, at this point in Jesus' ministry, he's about halfway through. The disciples have been with him for a little over a year, and they've watched him calm the wind and the waves. They've watched him walk on water. They've watched him drive out all these demons, and people are just throwing bodies at Jesus for healing at this point. But most significantly, just a few weeks before, in an almost identical situation, they watched Jesus with just a few loaves and a few fishes feed 4,000 people. Now, just a few weeks later, they have 5,000 people to feed, but they got more loaves and fishes, and, or sorry, they already fed 5,000. Now they only have to feed 4,000. So they have more loaves and fishes going in and fewer people to feed, but they say, Jesus, how are we going to feed all these people? And he tells the disciples, do you still not understand? And that really spoke to me. You know, when people ask me how we're doing at AEC, I always tell them, our blessings continue to exceed our challenges. You know, just like that old hymn, everything we've needed, his hand hath provided. Great is his faithfulness. And if we don't have it, we don't need it. There's a lot of things that we think we need that we really want more than we need. When I came back to AEC, so after I um, moved out of Muldoon House, I took a job with the University of Alaska, spent 14 years out there, and um, when I came back to AEC as director in the summer of 2019, we were in kind of rough shape. We had over a half million dollars in debt. We didn't have a construction instructor. We didn't have any students. And uh, you know, just a couple months later, I had an instructor. I had students for the year, and uh, now, three years later, our, our total indebtedness is under $100,000, and we've added assets of about 750000 to the organization. I mean, God is faithful, and he'll give us what we need when we need it, and I truly believe that. And that's one of the, the lessons he's taught me. So the way he did that, so when I first came to Alaska, Don Bruckner showed me the plans for Amundsen Educational Center. It was this spoke design, and he was planting seeds even then. I hadn't even moved up here. I was just up working with Wendell, and, um, but he was planting those seeds, and I've always thought about that, because in the design for AEC, one of the spokes was to restart Covenant High School. And you know, many of you are graduates of Covenant High School. Some of you worked at Covenant High. 
we're not trying to rebuild Covenant High, but that vision to have a school in Soldotna is finally coming to fruition. And we're in the middle of starting Amundsen Aviation and Technical High School. All these years later, you know, our founders had this vision and it just keeps showing us about God's plans and God's timing and the difference. But it's a real loaves and fishes story for us. We had $30,000 saved up for housing for this high school program. And through Samaritan's Purse, the Lord turned that 30000 into a half million with 170 volunteers last summer. And they built this house for us start to finish, over 4,000 square feet. My wife and kids and I are living there right now, getting it ready to house 12 village high school students. Hopefully, if not this fall, the following fall. Again, I've learned about his timing and not to um, be too definite in, in the dates that are to come. But these are some pictures from that building project. And it was such an encouragement to us because it was a chance. You know, most of these volunteers came from all over the country. And it was a chance to tell them about Alaska, about rural Alaska, and about what we do at AEC. Again, the, the biggest lesson I've learned, I was preaching at Matsu Covenant last spring, and um, my theme verse has come from James chapter 4, verses 13 to 17. Be careful, those of you who say, I'm going to go to this place or that place and do business and make a profit. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. This life is like the morning fog. It's here, and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wills it, I'll go to this place or that place. Otherwise, you're just boasting about your own ambition, and all such boasting is evil. And James kind of gives us the gut punch. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and not to do it. You know, so God's telling me he's got this, he's in charge, and every day I wake up and I have a list of things I know I ought to do that day. So I'm just going to focus on that day, let tomorrow take care of itself. And he keeps teaching me that. And Roald and Don and Keith, all those guys taught me that in the early days. You know, I'm like, well, we got to write this grant. We got to do this. We got to do that. And they would just kind of put their hand on my shoulder and smile. They'd never tell me no, but I, I understood what they were telling me just with the hand on my shoulder. I've been learning to speak less and, and listen more. That's one of the lessons I've gotten in, in Alaska. And I'm just th thankful for these saints that, that taught me and invested in me and were patient with me. And, and hopefully I'm, I'm at least not dishonoring their legacy and, and doing the best I can to, to keep things going. It was so neat last spring, we had 68 kids from Bering Strait School District come over to AEC and, and check things out. And, you know, just to have places to show them and, and hope to, to give them. There's, there's so many tough things facing our young people. And if they can just come and get that foundation in place for their future, you know, it's, Merlin said not everybody's going to become a carpenter, but, you know, it's a good way of helping a neighbor or, you know, maybe help your uppa with this, build some new steps. Just being able to do those things makes a difference, even if that's not your career path.
again, learning not to be too bold in our predictions for the future, but we actually have a master plan in place. And it includes a solar farm and a little reindeer herd as we look at small-scale agriculture and animal husbandry. We look at uh, a pool and a gym and more cabins for our students. You know, it's, it's amazing to think of what was just trees 20 years ago or 24 years ago and, and where it is today. And again, Lord willing, this is where it's going to be. I'm not trying to boast about my own ambitions, but hopefully this is where the Lord takes us and gives us some good food along the way. So how can you help AEC? We need your prayers. We need, you know, we're people that run on prayer. Roald used to always say when he was out in the villages, Harriet was at home praying for him. And that's how he got to all the places he got to. You know, he, he was 91 when we started AEC. And he was our first Bible teacher. And Roald was different than a lot of missionaries from his time. When Roald taught the Bible class, he told our students, Native people knew God before they knew he was God. And what the missionaries brought was the manufacturer's manual. So now they had the whole story. But that's very different than some of the narratives we know in history, where people talk about godless heathens or killing the Indian to save the man. So Roald, despite being quite conservative, I would call him not progressive, but definitely enlightened. And um, he would tell me the same stories over and over. So I've got all his stories packed away here pretty well. He told me about um, going to McCoryuk and having to fly out of Bethel and go around and around and around until he got to 10,000 feet so he could glide to the island if he needed to. Told me about doing a mass wedding ceremony for everybody in McCoryuk. And I, I've had the chance to corroborate some of these stories. You know, they, it's, it's pretty neat to, to see how everything comes together. As Curtis talks about it, these, these mission friends from different backgrounds, how they loved each other and worked together to, to share the gospel throughout Alaska over many years. And, we're thankful to be a part of that. We cover your prayers. We need regular giving, one-time giving. If you want to think about AEC and your estate planning, tell other people the story of AEC. And we need people to serve. Uh, Chip and Joanne Swanson have been our elders and residents for the last couple months, and now they're headed to McCoryuk on the 1st. Um, Josh and Alice Mathla are our student life coordinators this year, but we always need volunteers, you know, to really help that that feel of the campus community. The, the more the merrier. We always have Nikapak around. We always have pilot bread around. Always have Gupak or Gufak, depending on your, your background. So come visit us. Or even if you don't have time to serve, just come visit us. The door is always open. You'll find us at www.aecak.org. We've got a brand new giving portal that's really easy to use. And um, our theme verse has, that Roald gave us came from 2 Timothy 2.15. 
Study yourself as one approved by God, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Just That's who we try to be. Thank you for the opportunity to come back home with you this morning and, and share with you. Guyana.